1: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to
0: get in the zone
1: with the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian.
2: What is up, Niner fans? You are listening to another episode of the 49ers Web Zone No Huddle Podcast, a part of the Odyssey Network. I'm Brian Rennick, and I am joined, as always, by Al Sacco and in his Jeff Garcia jersey, Zane Nakvi, wearing that number five on his chest. Uh, he says it's Trey Lance. I say it's Jeff Garcia. Nobody knows for sure. We can only see the front. But uh, guys, it's it's draft season. We're 16 16 days away from the first uh, first day of the draft, 17 days away from when the 49ers pick because of uh, the guy whose jersey you're wearing there, Zane. But uh, I'm excited, guys. I don't know about you, but uh, how are you feeling about draft season?
0: I wish I was more excited, maybe because the Niners aren't picking till what, 99 or whatever. Um, but, I mean, look, the draft, I love it kind of no matter what. It's kind of like a holiday for me. So I don't know if you guys have traditions, but – so, you know, when I was younger or whatever, maybe you watch it with friends, but I got to a certain point and like got engaged and stuff like that. I just wanted to watch the draft by myself. So, what nice. I would do is I would get a 12 pack, which was back then I probably drink the Coors Light or something like that. And like pizza and wings, that was my thing. And I'm going to watch the draft nice. be on Saturday, right? So, it was all day on Saturday. So, my plan was I'm going to eat my pizza and wings, I'm going to drink all 12 of my beers. And then by eight o'clock, I'm going to question my life choices, what I'm doing with myself. Like what's wrong with me? All that other stuff. But there was one year I remember and I don't remember the year, which is a little sad because when I tell you why you're going to be like you're pathetic. But it was when I was getting ready for my wedding invitations I'm trying to do mathematically when I got married, but hopefully my wife doesn't listen to this. So it doesn't matter. But anyway, so she's like, listen, if you're just going to sit there and watch the draft all day, can you at least like do these invitations? So I'm like, yeah, sure. Like I'll do it or whatever. So you could tell like, you know, I'm doing them periodically through the day and you could tell like how many beers I had from the way that it looked. Cause like the writing just got like just slanted up and slanted down. And I remember her looking at him like, I'm lucky. I got married after that, but they went out. And anybody who knows me knows, listen, Al is probably just, you know, having a fun little saturday but um yeah so it's a fun day for me and even on friday now you know i'm gonna barricade myself down in my basement and ignore my family and you know have have a little time have a little l time that's what i'm gonna
2: do
1: nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with the little al time i think one of my growing up i used to love watching the draft because specifically more after the 49ers started getting bad after that after the, the winning years in the dynasty Because at that point, really, like, what you're looking at was a chance to improve the team by getting an impact player because you're picking at the top of the draft so much. And I remember specifically being so excited for the 2005 draft, which is when they should have picked Aaron Rodgers. That was the first draft Mm -hmm. where I was really, like, where I was, like, really, like, invested in it. And I was really, like, you know, I did a bunch of research. And I was, like, all right, cool. Like, Aaron Rodgers should be the pick. They should get him. And I was watching the draft. And they picked Alex Smith. And I'm, like, are you – like, are you kidding me? Why? And then, you know, the rest is history. But I think that it's almost so if we want to compartmentalize this, the draft is almost more fun when they're bad because you have the you have a mm-hmm. better chance at getting a better player. And that is exciting to me. Like when they when they got Nick Bosa, that was just unbelievable to me. That was one of the best draft moments of all time for me. Um, similar to when they got Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis was probably I mean, top one of my top five favorite draft picks ever, given the fact that they I remember uh, a couple of weeks before the draft, they aired his story and how he grew up and things like that. Like, it was just unbelievable. And I'm like, hey, that guy is awesome. He's an awesome person. And then I started watching his highlights. I'm like, wow, this guy's amazing. I hope he falls to the 49ers. So you had Patrick Willis fall to the 49ers. You had uh, an era where you had the Vernon Davis pick, which was he was an unbelievable combine and, and pro day warrior and and turn into a great 49er then you had you you had Patrick Willis come along then you had Michael Crabtree fall to the 49ers that was a fun
0: year that was exciting I remember when he was falling and you're like are they really going to get him and who'd the Raiders take Hayward Bay Hayward Bay yeah yeah Yeah. yep Yep.
1: and and Crabtree fell to the Niners and it was like I was like so hyped about that because he was a Bolitnikoff winner that year and he had a a great year at Texas Tech and a great career there and he was fantastic the unquestioned best receiver in, in college football. And then there are the down the there's the down years, right. Where they passed on Jashawn Jackson for Kentwan Ballmer Balmer and
0: Shiloh. Ra- uh, Ray call. What a Shiloh,
2: Shiloh, Shiloh, or and, when you and, trade
0: down 15 and, times for Rashawn Woods.
2: Yeah. They trade down
1: a bunch of times for Rashawn Woods. And then, yeah. you know, the Harbaugh years, the AJ Jenkins and, and yeah. now most recently with Solomon Thomas and, and with with reuben foster who i thought was a great pickup but then like he couldn't get his life in order so any, anyways like i think there's an ex- a certain excitement no matter what with the draft but for me like obviously when they have a pick in the first round and when it's in the top half of the first round i'm obviously more excited because those are the impact players
2: don't forget that the patrick willis draft was also the joe staley draft yes right talk about you know talk about an impactful first round you know i can't think of another first round in recent 49ers history that that netted to 49 49ers all timers to be perfectly mm-hmm. honest and and you know a, a hall of famer in in my eyes in Patrick Willis and and to be perfectly honest a borderline hall of famer in, in Joe Staley so um the draft the draft is fun <clears throat> it, it's interesting like you said Zane it's almost more fun when you're bad right because you get to pick higher and those tend to be the the more impactful players but also, when you're bad and you pick high and you pick poorly, right, it just sets you back even, even further. And, oh, yeah. you know, the 49ers have have experienced that. And so, um, you know, it's it's interesting. I, you know, I, I did a, a live stream of the 2021 draft, right, because all of a sudden the 49ers who <clears throat> were two years removed from being in the Super Bowl were picking third, right, which is not something that you – tend to, to see with teams that had success that recently. And, and obviously we knew that they were going up for a quarterback. And, you know, like I said, I've said in a previous episode, I had money on who that quarterback was going to be. So I had a a vested monetary interest in, um, you know, in who they picked and, you know, obviously it's not as exciting this year. It wasn't as exciting last year, but you also got to realize that the 49ers make their money in those middle rounds and it's not as entertaining to watch, but that is really where they, they, they absolutely shine. And so the fact that they're the, the bulk of what they have this year is in those middle rounds, I think is actually really, really interesting.
0: And that's yeah, that's where that's where you make your money there. And and that's where you get your depth. And that's where you get your role players. I, I think back to that 86 draft, the Bill Walsh 86 draft, where his his third round was Tom Rathman, Tim McHire, John Taylor. And then his fourth round was Charles Haley, Steve Wallace, Kevin Fagan. So I don't know how excited people were back then. The Niners didn't have a second-round pick. They took Larry Roberts in the second. But you get out of that draft with those six guys in the, in the third and fourth round, I mean, it's things like that that really set up your franchise. It's not Jerry Rice or Joe Montana, but those are the guys who helped you win championship upon championship. Charles Haley was a Hall of Famer. You know, Rathman's a legend. Makara was a really good player. Just, that's And the Niners have done that with this regime because you see the Kittles and the Warners and Greenlaws, and I'm sure I'm missing a million people, but they didn't always hit at the top of the draft or the guys they got really other than Bosa weren't crazy good or exceptional. Kinlaw looks like a miss. Thomas was a miss. McGlinchey was a solid starter, but he wasn't what you would hope for for a a top 10 tackle. Ruben Foster was a miss. You know, they have a lot of these misses up up front, but they've done so well after that. And later rounds, it's really balanced it out. So it, it, it's going to be fun to see what they do this year and how they maneuver. So, their plan is going to be interesting to me. I'm curious what the plan is for them right now and going into it, because there are some, there are some positions, guys. That and I, I kind of want to look at the um, depth chart a little bit with you guys as we talk about the plan. But let's talk. The people who may not know or just need a reminder, the Niners' first pick is uh, round three, pick number ninety nine. They have two other picks in the third round, one hundred one and one hundred two. They have three picks in the fifth round: one fifty-five, one sixty-four, one seventy-three. Round six, they pick two sixteen, and then round seven, there two twenty-two, two forty-seven, two fifty-three, and two fifty-five. I do not think that they're going to use all those picks. I, I think that they're yeah. going to move
2: they, They're now, not picking eleven players. That's for sure. No. Yeah, I,
0: I just don't see it. And and they have needs on this team. This is a team that is very good. They have a lot of stars, but I see holes. I do, and I don't know if if. People just are kind of blind to them right now or what it is. The first thing I see, I'm going to kind of run through the depth chart, the holes I see, and then we can react to everything. But they're taking a running back. They do every year. Eli Mitchell, listen, he's, he's a terrific player when he's healthy. He is never healthy. And Jordan Mason kind of reminds me of um the hasty. Everybody was like, hasty, oh, he's going to be so good. Well, they never really showed faith in him. And I love Jordan Mason. But he had opportunities last year, and they didn't really give him a chance. So are they in on him? I don't know. So I think they're going to take a running back. I think tackle is a – I still think it's a gigantic need. You don't know with McKivitz. I think Williams only has a couple years left. They need to do that. That's a gigantic hole as well. I think defensive end is a gigantic hole. You have Nick Bosa and Drake Jackson. You hope he takes the next step. But then are you happy with Farrell and Austin Bryant and Alex Barrett? God forbid anything ever happens to Bosa. God forbid. And then safety as well. You have Gibson, who's going to be around for probably another year.
2: 33.
0: funga. And then you have George Odom and Miles Hartsfeld. Again, they they need people there. They need it. So there's some gigantic holes. So in kicker as well. They really don't have one. Um, I don't buy that Zane Gonzalez is going to be the kicker. So it's interesting, guys. I don't know what the plan is going to be, but I, I, think, I don't think it's a depth draft for them. I think they have to draft for people that can make an impact. Maybe not this year but the following year Zane Gonzalez is absolutely going to be the kicker.
1: You know why? Cause <laughs> his name is
0: Zane. That's why And Zane's you know doing the, great things. You know, the funny thing with that is when that happened, I, I, I was looking at, you know, cause I tried to read up on him or what people are, t- are tweeting I or I, tweeting or writing or whatever, but I love that people automatically become like experts on Zane Gonzalez. Like right. anybody has ever seen or paid attention to him, kick it all. When Zane Gonzalez kicks you, like go to the bathroom, like nobody's paying attention. Okay. And then and I just pick up and are like, well, you know, I remember, an extra point he kicked in uh 2018 in week seven, and his leg trajectory was no, you don't. Nobody has any idea who Zane Gonzalez is or what he does. Nobody, I don't know, Panthers fan maybe, but nobody cares. Nobody knows. He's probably not even gonna be a kicker. Just say, like, I don't know, I don't know who he is.
2: You so, guys, okay. he's Sorry, he's a ahead. kicker that they acquired for a conditional seventh round pick swap in 2025. That's what they paid, that's what they sent to the <laughs> yeah, Panthers like, <laughs> to this guy, like. Let's let's pump the brakes, right? Like he's there just in case they can't figure anything else out or find, you know, f- find a guy that they like in the draft or whatever. Uh, but he's definitely insurance uh, because there's no chance that they're going into the season with Zane Gonzalez as their only uh, field goal kicker. Yeah, let's no, I believe G- in G- him. baby.
1: No, no, it is going to be Zane. I believe in my fellow Zane. It's going to be Zane Gonzalez. And he's gonna kick field goals and he's gonna win them games and because his name is Zane. That's why Do you not feel like Zanes are well
0: represented in like life or pop culture your I mean, sports. I feel like who's, I feel who's like who's a famous totally Zane? Up-
2: uh Zane Beatles, former yeah. o- offensive lineman for the 49ers.
1: I interviewed him actually at an open <laughs> practice one time, and I'm like, hey, my name's Zane, too. And and uh it was actually pretty funny. Um that was like fresh off of his Pro Bowl year coming when, when he came from Denver, and he was uh decidedly not performing at the Pro Bowl level when he when he came here. But did he I, laugh I or like just saying, you? I'm sorry.
0: Did he laugh or did or just you? Did he think I was? Um, funny?
1: I was mostly laughing at myself. <laughs> I'm mostly laughing at myself. But um, there's was, Billy Zane. Fun.
2: Yeah, it Zane. Out,
1: <laughs> the dude from One Direction, Zane Mullick.
2: Oh, there you go. Oh, all oh, right. right. I mean, I don't who know who that, who that is. And I think he's, that's spelled he's, the he's same way as yours, is.
1: isn't it? It's Z-A-Y-N. You know what you know what you have to oh have on my. these shows? An all-time Zane team. Let's do that next show, all-time oh. Zane okay. team. All
0: right, that sounds good.